Lord, I want you to open your ear in the spirit. Because you can hear what God is saying. In my United Kingdom, the prophetic journey has been revealed. Where you are singing? You are prophetic people. You have prophetic eyes and ears. Yeah, you must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. For a new journey will begin in England in the month of September. But I heard by the Spirit of the Lord, as soon as she was planted, she was uprooted. And I spoke in the Spirit of the Lord, it shall not be by the power of the Most High. Though the nation will go through turbulence, and deeper turbulence as we go into the month of August next year. But the month of August next year to the month of October shall see a blowing of a mighty wind that will cause shafts to be sealed from the seed. And as we transit over the October next year, by the grace of God, that of course, the storm will be so severe that the heart of people will fail them. But when we transit over October next year, it is like a, sea, a ship that has been sailing in the sea without any sight of land. And suddenly, when we got to October, we see a glimpse of a hill that is built full of lights. And then a struggle will begin between the two major parties on who will switch the light on. But the one that God has ordained to lead this nation after this season will emerge in a knowledge that transcends human understanding. I have told you before the time that the person was appointed, years before his appointment, that he was going to be a flag bearer for the nation. Things must go tougher and terribly tough before we shall see the light of day. The reason why we will see the light of day from October next year is because of the saints of God. Many will suffer terribly as this, this ship is sailing from this month of September. There will be it's, it's, it's a terrible time coming upon the whole nation because of godlessness. But however, remember the Lord had told you in this house, and I have warned you so strongly, that in this season, no playing games with God. Because it is not only the nation of the United Kingdom that God is shaking. There is something you should be startled about. If you look at the map of the world, and you look at the map, the size of Britain, you should be questioning, how could this tiny island rule the whole world? If the world was aware how small they were, would they have succumbed to their rulership? But all these things are from God, who had ordained things before they began. Because this nation has become godless, I'm talking about United Kingdom, and we have sold the God of the Bible for nothing, and we have invited devil, and we have invited all foreign gods to come and domain over us. The way God is expressing his anger is making things so terribly difficult. 
And they will soon say it is not the war of Ukraine that is causing the financial stress. Of course, the war of Ukraine has a little effect. But the real cause of the stress that we are going through now, it is because our nation became godless. And so, the vengeance of God is upon the nation. And so, expect a very bumpy ride. But for you, I told you, and as I said it before, he that dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Though mountains be removed and the hills be shifted to the ocean, the Bible says there is a river, a river of God, the flow of which shall make man happy. It is the dwelling place of the Most High God. Though the nations rage and the people plot evil against the Lord and against his anointed, but he that sits in heaven shall laugh at them. For the plan and divine order of God cannot be overthrown by men. And God is not sleeping, never does he sleep nor slumber. But the shaking that you are going to be seeing over the period in England, I've told you, the prophetic calendar of England has been revealed. Look at it before me. I can read the prophetic calendar. I expect many of you to plug into it. You have understanding of what will happen day after day, month after month. I am so happy for you because in the days of famine, you will have plenty. I say in the days of famine, you will enjoy plenty. Your love will grow deeper and deeper for the living God. This season will cause you to be very, very close unto your Father, who is the Lord God Almighty, the revealer of all mysteries. He will tabernacle with you. He will reveal things to you. You know, though there may be cloud of confusion in Nigeria, I think God began to unveil something to us on Friday about Nigeria. Though some may not understand what God is doing, but the hand of God has begun to move in behalf of that country. The Lord had told me to keep myself away from the nation for a while, but now he has asked me to now move in because the time has come that God is gathering stones from all over the world because the rebuilding of the citadel has begun in the nation of Nigeria and the hand of God has come upon the nation of Nigeria and the Lord is raising up the hand of the lowly and the meek so that the mighty will fall like leaves and those who have been you know, instruments of the devil in that nation will they will grow up in the day they will not see in the daylight says the spirit of the most high because when God moves to establish his kingdom upon the face of earth in the kingdom woe is the man who tries to walk against him blind is the one who believes in his power according to the book of Jeremiah they will be like Tom Bush and they will not see prosperity when it comes and so that nation God is beginning to unveil specific about the nation so next next Wednesday 10 a.m. make sure you call all friends that you know all over the world and you will be a Saturday next Saturday this coming Saturday third third is oh is victory night isn't it and it's our baptism in the morning, isn't it? So it's going to be a day for Nigeria. And you, you are going to see, not only me now, you are going to see. You are going to see. I heard about the wickedness of Sierra Leone. The Lord will call the wings of the Spirit that is causing wickedness in the nation of Sierra Leone. We are gatekeepers of God upon the face of the earth. In this season, because it's the end time, very close to the coming of Jesus. 
And so we must stand with heaven to be watchmen and gatekeepers so that we can proclaim what heaven is determined upon the face of the earth. I want to congratulate you and thank you for coming to the house of God today. Put your hands together for the living God. Say to yourself, I will make it. No matter comes my way, I will make it. Hey, therefore I say, not by the authority of man, but by the authority of he that lives forever and ever, everyone under my voice, who have been afflicted with sickness, you and the sicknesses, you are separated today. Infirmity go into oblivion. I decree a decree of heaven go into oblivion. Every sickness in human body, every weariness in human soul, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Lame walk. Lame walk. Lame walk. Blind see. Blind see. Blind see. Broken heart and rejoice. sickness that are born with people like children like dementia like uh, brain, brain related issues dyslexia yes yes every deformity that has to do with the nerves every child every man born with disease that is genetic I take authority. You are restored in the name of Jesus. That which you wear is not God. That which God made take place in the name of Jesus. Every mental issue. Every bad thought that became a real thought. Every evil invasion of human mind that have changed your mood to what the devil is saying. Today, I terminate in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every sluggishness of soul. I can see something, but I don't know what the name is. Crawling out in the name of Jesus Christ. He sent his word and he healed his people and he delivered them from chains. Chains be broken. Chains be broken. Chains of Satan be broken. Fetters be destroyed. Fetters be destroyed. Yoke 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 be destroyed. Break every chain, Lord. Oh Lord my God. And when God created them, it is written, Behold, they were good. In the beginning, He created the heavens and earth, and He saw that it was good. He commanded the light to be, and He saw that it was good. He commanded that vegetation should come forth from barrenness, He saw that it's good. Everyone called barren, you are fruitful. By this time next year, you will carry your foot in your hand. Anything that is happening around you and within your life and family that is not seen to be good by God, I command them to give way. 
Because when God created, he beheld. And so, Father God of glory, I ask your sights, your eyes upon your people. And everything that is happening with them, around them, it does not matter whose fault was it to God. You saw that what you have created, it was good. I have spoken your word, see to your word to perform. And Lord, restore every goodness back to these people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That your name be exalted. Thank you, Lord, because it's done. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Now, I've been teaching you about the Holy Spirit. I knew that God has something strange for this many. Don't have prepared to teach you more about the Holy Spirit to consolidate all what I've been teaching you. But the way that you have seen this meeting go is just the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, the wind blows wherever it wills. Nobody knows where it's coming from. Nobody knows where it's going. And it says, such are those led by the Holy Spirit. So, man can be led by the Spirit. Write that down. You will see quite a lot of evidences of that in the Bible. Throughout this week, I have exposed to you who is the Holy Spirit. I have also helped you to understand the prophecy of Joel chapter 2.28. That is, the prophecy before Christ. Which says, in the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Sons and daughters will prophesy. And I help you to recognize that. He's talking about the church, sons and daughters of God. So there is no discrimination. And I went further to say, old men will dream dreams and young men will see visions. And I recognize that, that it's your job, it's your duty, and you are capable of, everyone who is born again is capable of prophesying. Okay? And you are capable of seeing visions. I went further to say, even on my servants, and I want you to read this from intellectual knowledge. Because there are some people, don't worry upstairs, if I go down, you'll be hearing me, I'll come up. I'll be very self, I will be very careful to go down. You know what? You can show my face. To them up when I'm down. I want to, to mark something here. Even on my servants, that's plural, isn't it? Come on now, church, we talk. Because I wouldn't speak much long with you today. I will continue to teach you on the Holy Spirit throughout the month of September into October. We will not teach anything on this pulpit except Holy Spirit until we exploit everything. I want to recognize the word servants. 
The word servants are those who serve. Every Christian serve who? God. Is that correct? I cannot hear you. Servant of God does not refer to us bishops only. It does not refer to us apostles only or prophets only. It does not refer to the popes only. It applies to those who serve the living God. So, the Bible says through Joel that on my servants, men and women, or male and female, whether they are young or old, I will pour my spirit. And this, does this not challenge the views of those who are feminists? Who have feministic views? Are you with me? Some believe that the, 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 the church of God, the religion, they call Christianity. Christianity is not a religion, it's a way of life. However, let's use their compose. Okay? That is feminist. It's against women. It's not. If it was against women, a woman would not give back to the God that we're serving. God didn't appear to the man, he appeared to the woman. Because of the significance of the woman. So, in the place where they believe that women should not be used in pastoral role or in ministry, I don't know where they, who they serve. They have really not seen the Lord God of Israel. I testify to him, not just because of what is written about him, I've told you, whenever I bring testimony to you, check everything I say by the Bible. If what I said is contrary to what the Bible says, challenge me. Okay? And I'll be very ready to answer any question. You know, I do question time with you. I'll be very... You must ask questions from your general overseer or bishops or pope. If you think what we have said is it or we have done is... Is not clear, it's contrary to the scriptures. And we will show you. Anyone sent by God will show you. Evidence of those sent by God is that they do God only. They don't do world. That's why you won't say anything funny in my appearance. So you can't challenge it. Because we hear him. But I testify to him who has appeared to me several times. Jesus is what he claims he is. Holy Spirit is for you, for your family, your children, and for those the Lord will call from afar. Understand? But there is something very important in that scripture. It says, both men and women, I will pour my spirit in those days, and what will, they, what will happen to them? I will show wonders. He said they will prophesy. They will prophesy. That is the verse 28 tells you. So, this week we have explored that, isn't it? And now I know that um, a number of you have encountered it. My greatest joy is to see all Christians on earth become like Jesus. Can that happen? The Bible says so. A time is coming when all the gifts of the, of the spirits will be availed to the church. We will be free from chatterboxes who speak without personal encounters of God 
or whose life are contrary to the word, they will soon fade away in this storm that is blowing across the globe. John 7:37. now. It says, On the last and the greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, which is what the scripture says about Jesus, that he is the son of God. That's what he's saying. Streams of living water will flow from within him. This is Jesus speaking. Let me help you understand this scripture. It's not a promise. It is a fact about those who get born again. If you believe Jesus exactly as the Bible has said, Son of God, instantly, inside you is the capacity to flow. Because it is the Holy Spirit that converts you to Christ. And when the Holy Spirit will convert a man to Christ, he enters into you. Nobody in church, anybody who is born again, have Holy Spirit inside them. Those in, in darkness, when they see your head, they can see the changes. If somebody is possessed of devil, he's the head of Satanism, and he walked in here, and then he gave his life to Christ right here. By the time between now and when he goes out, all those demons that were with him before, when they see him come out, they will run away, because something took place. The Holy Spirit has entered into him. Ephesians chapter 1 says that he has been sealed with the Holy Spirit. You read the whole of Ephesians chapter 1, it's all right about that. So therefore, but Christians need to know this. You just need to know this. You did not, earn, you did not do any work to earn it. Okay? You who is a man... If I ask you to look stupid, but it is a real question. Did anybody do anything before his mother conceived him to choose his sex? Is anyone here who is so different? And you are the one who determines your sex, you determine your height, you determine your size. So if you did not determine, so is the salvation of your soul and the seal of the Spirit. God preordained that those who will accept Jesus Christ will be sealed with the sealed Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about baptism. I've explained all that to you in the week. Therefore, you are the generation Jesus was speaking about. That out of your bellies, rivers will flow. But I want you to know something. Rivers would only flow to barren heights. The river in you and the seal in you, let me first say the seal in you is understood by those who serve the devil. Because they have eyes to see to the spiritual realm, satanic realm. So when they see a Christian, they can know you by the seal, which is a representation of the one who lives in you. That's why the Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But a lot of believers don't know this. That's the second thing I've helped you to, you know, just to remind you. We went through it this week. Alright, the first one is that you can prophesy. Whether you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Second thing is that the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. Now, let me now 
remind you of something. Do you know that the Holy Spirit of God is God himself? Come on now. Talk to me. Yeah? I said the Holy Spirit of God. You know, uh, Dr. Locker was watching us in, when we were in the, was following when we were in the, in the in Birmingham for the prophetic voice ministers conference and he texted me he said I'm hearing you <laughs> talk to me talk to me we'll have him next year come around again <coughs> I'm sure that you're happy about it talk to me when when the when the talk gets so deep they talk to me amen let me say this to you do you know why what is going of that when the powers of hell see a Christian, and when you walk in the streets, and people who are occult or demonic see you, the demons in them are very much afraid. Because they always think all Christians can see. Alright? Because if I can see you, I will expect that you are seeing me. So, they move away, or they calm down. But then, you see, the human agent that carried those spirits will also begin to have some feelings within them of some fear. So what they try to do is they try to scare. So if they try to scare you, and you show element of fear, the spirit will begin to sense that this is our creator in, that person, in this person. However, it does not seem this person is aware. And this is how Christians fall victim before all those elemental spirits. No power under heaven. No power. We see you without recognizing what you carry. But the essence of the Holy Ghost Convention, which God gave me now for 31 years that we've been doing it, is to teach the church about the Holy Spirit so that you can operate in the Holy Spirit and you can understand how to provoke the Holy Spirit in you to action when it's needed. I gave you several examples. Not just in the Bible, but in, in our practical life in ministry here. Now understand this. He that believeth in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, rivers will flow. Your river will flow in this season. But your faith must not move from what Jesus, what the Bible said about Jesus. Any one of you who attend Christ with Tabernacle, or you listen to my voice across the globe, maybe on my television programs or the social media, you can do yourself a good. Jesus wants to appear to every Christian. Every Christian should have opportunity on earth to go to heaven and know what is going on there before you die. Really, you can become, you can come to a place where, like, like Abraham, God was going to destroy Sodom. Abraham has no business in it. And God said, what, how can I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do in Sodom? You can become a confidant of God. You don't have to be an ordained minister to, do, to be that. If you're a Christian, you can become that. But you must understand the principle. You cannot deviate from what the Bible says about Jesus. He whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, 
That's what brought you to salvation. So after bringing you to salvation, then you need to continue in that belief according to the scripture. For the river to continue to flow in you, you have the key to determine the flow. For the spirit of prophet is subject to the prophet. You know, when I was speaking to you now, I saw the prophetic calendar of this country. You, you know when I say I see something. Everything I've told you will happen to date and time has happened. About nations, even our nation and every other nation. But if I continue in the sight that I saw, I can spend seven hours here from one thing to the other. But this meeting is for Sunday and you go. So what will happen therefore? I had to decide to step out of the revelation. Because the spirit of prophets is subject to the prophet. That is the spirit of prophecy in me is subject to me, not to another person's control. The spirit of prophecy in you is subject to you, not to another person's control. Do you understand me? Come on our church. So, you and I want to do everything necessary for river to flow. In any nation that you are, all what men fear, fear you. You didn't hear what I said? If there's a shrine in your house, you don't need an apostle to come there. Go there, pick the shrine, throw it out. That shrine is shrine for those who call it shrine. For you, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness. And in the Bible, God did not create a land and call it the land of shrine. So it does not exist for those who are in Christ. But if you fail to understand that that is the requirement of the scripture, and you are a Christian, and they say, oh, this is a shrine, people go there, they have this problem, and you have that fear, you enter into it, you have the problem because you are ignorant. I say this on television all the time. If anybody thinks what I'm saying is strange, and you have some, some, some land in your, in your place that is terrifying you by some useless people who call themselves a cult, 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 I invite me. I will go with you, and the devil will not be in that land anymore. We don't need to pray over it. No. Because to pray over it means we are giving credence to what they believe. You know, when Paul went into into the Acropolis, in, 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 in um, Greece, Athens, he went from shrine to shrine, and reading the scripts in the shrine, and he thought he's one of them, one of the curious guys. So after they finished, he now called the Esophagus together, all the tick tank. He says, I saw that you guys are very religious, isn't it? And I was going from one shrine to the other. You will never hear him give any certification to any of the idols. He said, I saw a shrine written to the unknown God. He said, you guys are not too far from heaven because that unknown God, I know him. Wow, you know him? These are philosophers of the age. We want to hear from you. We've never known that God. We have been looking for that God. And he told them about Jesus. And nothing happened to him because those shrines, he said that we know that those that they call gods are no gods. Regardless of what they can perform, they are no gods. So understand this, that you must 
follow Christ as the Bible has said. John 16, 12. I have many more things to say, Jesus said, more than you can now bear. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Which means you can know every truth about your life, about your family, and about everyone. He will speak only what he hears. He will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. You know that statement of Jesus is so powerful. That for Holy Spirit to reveal future to you, that is to glorify Jesus. Are you in agreement with me? So does Holy Spirit not want to glorify Jesus all the time? Does he not want to glorify Jesus? Come on, let me hear you say amen. Therefore, you can know, the, you can know tomorrow. You can know the future. When we were singing, I don't know, some of us, that's why I always try to help you, you know, just get connected. When we are singing, anytime we sing, we ride on the wing of the Spirit. In 1 Kings chapter 3, when they came to Elisha, he said, get me a minstrel. And then he was singing, he wrote in the word, in the song, and he began to prophesy. Singing to God, Christians who sing to God must first write on the word. And it's very easy what I'm saying, though metaphoric. How do you write on the word of your speech? It is by listening to what you are saying and let those words change you first. Like we are worshipping God, you know. When we are singing, when I heard the Holy Spirit sang in my ear, uh, we want to see Jesus lifted high, the banners of God across this land. The moment the Holy Spirit was singing that, I began to listen to what the Word is saying. Okay? If you look at what the word is saying, the word is praying for our nation. So if the Spirit of God is praying for our nation, why is he doing that? So I recognize instantly that the Spirit of truth wants to reveal some truth. So I had to follow it with my spirit so that what everyone is doing, I'm disconnected. So that I can hear more clearly. I never saw anyone around me anymore. Concentrating, that's what you call meditation. And then I was carried by the wind of the Spirit. And then when we sang it and sang it and sang it, each time we sing it, I saw more. Each time we sang it, I saw more. And when we got to the end, he said to me, I heard his voice say, sing that chorus several times. We sang it the first three times and the, the choir was stopping. I continued because it says seven times. And I found out that when I began to sing that, I saw the month of October. I saw the month of August. I saw the storm. I saw, I saw the ship sailing. I saw a lot of turbulence happening. I saw the seed planted and the attempt to remove him. Remove her. Because the song that does not minister to you cannot take your spirit out of your body into the realm of the spirit of God. You are not singing unto God. You are singing unto yourself first and then to God. 
God is a spirit. Jesus said those who worship him must worship him what? Not in body. 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 But in spirit and in truth. How can you access the agenda or the file of somebody standing before you? So easy. You don't need to be a prophet to do that. You need the mind construct. That when they talk about the things of God, instantly switch from humanity to spirit. When I'm talking to man and man, it's no problem. But when you're talking about things of God or mystery about man, your mind construct must recognize the spirit of truth that lives in your belly, who wants to reveal to you all truth all the time. You all must have this mindset. Well, I'm your spiritual father, so you should have my gene in you. You should have that mindset construct. What a glorious thing to hear the voice of God. It is the most glorious voice you can hear. When God intercepts man and opens your heart to know It makes a difference in your life. When people stand before you and you can see the volume of their life. But you know something too? Let me tell you discipline. You want God to always reveal things to you. Keep your mouth from speaking God. Respect everybody. Honor everyone, young and old. It doesn't matter who they are. You must be somebody who can keep secrets. Because not all things God shows you, He wants you to speak about. Are you with me now? If you pick up a wife that is committing adultery, and the husband is there, would you say it? Can God send you to come and see that? You know? Because God cannot send you to say something against His will. He says, what God has joined together, let no man put us under. And God revealed to you that a, man, a woman is committing adultery before the husband. So if you say it, you walk against the word of God. I gave you that hypothetical reasoning because it is the most to explain the secrecy God expects of a man so that the Holy Spirit can trust you for information. What do you do? What you have received is the spirit of truth. However, it's not because he wanted you to say that truth there. Because it will be contrary to God. God said, don't put us on. So to a sinner, what did God command you to do? If he says that if somebody messed about, call him. Okay? So I will bless the couple. And then send for the wife. And I won't say to her, you are committing adultery. I will now ask the Holy Spirit, who is she committing adultery with? He will reveal it to me blunt. Because I have followed the ethics. So that when I call the woman, rather than saying that you are committing adultery, I will say to the woman, what's the matter between you and Johnson? Johnson? Yes. Johnson. She said, 
Which Johnson? I said the one you slept with four days ago. Can a woman like that argue? One of my sons here, I will tell you, I always tell his stories. He was in courtship to marry a woman for about a year or so. I didn't know about it. And then he had now decided that, look, this relationship should go to marriage. Then I said to the woman that, look, I've decided to marry you, and you have decided to marry me, but is it the will of God? Well, at least we have a relationship. Before we talk about marriage, let's ask from the Lord. He said, he, he told her that my spiritual father is my earthly father, my father is, earthly father is gone, and he handed over our family to him, and he's still my, he's also my spiritual father. I will go to Apostle. If Apostle tells me that God said, you are not, we are not for one another, we will both agree not to marry. Did I not teach you so? I told you, if someone comes to me and says that Apostle said the person I want to marry, I will not say anything. Even if I saw anything wrong, because you have made decision. You know, in my life as a minister, I have seen many I told don't, and they did. So I've learned by the Holy Spirit to keep my mouth shut. But for someone who say, I want to ask whether this person is the right person. If God tells me, I can tell you. So, the lady said, yes. If God says no, I also don't want us to go into it. Though I love you and you love me, that's alright. We, we are friends for life, but... So, when both of them agreed like that, and the man now came and said to me in the church, Apostle, I want to see you. Oh, come on, come on, son. What is it? Follow me, let's go. So, I went into my office and I sat down, and he came, you know, a few minutes later. And when he was coming from the door, I saw that woman. I've never seen her in my life. But she was standing behind him and following him as he was entering my office. I'm talking about the spirit of truth. Okay? So, and I heard the Spirit told me, ask him, who is this lady following you behind? You know, he has intention to come and ask me. But the one that he has asked already has revealed the woman. And I said, who is this lady? I said, let me tell you something. I described her as I saw. He said, Daddy, this is what I wanted to come and ask you. I said, don't ask me because that is your wife. That the Lord chose her for you. And you have taken the right path. So what would you say if you are the one? What else? She, he was just looking at me. He was just looking at me. Then I said, I want to see her. And when I saw her, what I saw in the spirit... It's what she's... The King Jesus, stand up. <laughs> Sister Mayowa. Where is the Mayowa? With my grandbaby. Where is she there? She's nursing the baby. Counselor Jason, that is the person. Please sit down. Is what, is what I'm saying the truth? Did I say the truth? You understand? So I'm saying to you this, that Holy Spirit tells you things 
where you show maturity to keep secret. Remember, why many of us don't hear is because our mouth. If this one is talking, you want to say. That one is, at least there are some talk that you should keep quiet. And just let them talk it. Isn't it? Come on now. Why are you looking at me like that? Let me tell you. What Jesus said about the Holy Spirit is just the truth about Him for all Christians. And you recognize too that the Lord spoke to us how you can develop this gift. Look at the book of Luke 11. Put it on the board for me. Counselor Jason is not the only one. A number of you in this family resonate with what I'm saying to you. That God tells me things about you. I meet you on the road and just open up and tell you. But when God reveals things, a prophet must wait. If you don't have the mind of weighing and sound judgment, Holy Spirit can't talk to you. He can tell you a few things, like he has been directing you in your mind. Everybody you hear Holy Spirit in your mind, you can do this, and my mind told me to do it, is the Holy Spirit. If you didn't do it, you discover that, oh, why did I not do it? But you can develop from there to a relationship whereby the Lord will say, can I do something in Paris without revealing it to my friend? And that friend is you. I say that friend of God is you. I say that friend of God is you there. The spirit of truth. It says it will guide you into all truth. Isn't it? I will speak about faith for five minutes and I will stop. Because today I want to be very, 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 very timely. I spoke to you in the week about changing circumstances and situations by prophetic. I spoke about three dimensions of prophetic. Prophetic declaration, prophetic utterance, and word of faith. I think next Sunday I will speak much on the word of faith. But let me say this before we close. What can you do humanly for you to develop the prophetic in you? Number one, mouth control. Mouth control. Assign a messenger at the door of my lips, O Lord. That should be your prayer. Word of faith and prophetic declaration. Word of faith, two, three, prophetic declaration.
You know, Isaiah 51, 16 says, I have put my word in your mouth and covered it with the shadow of my hands. And that's to every Christian. I who set the heavens in place and lay the foundations of the earth and say to Zion, you are my people. Mark eleven twenty-three to 25. I tell you the truth, Jesus said, if anyone say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, that's what, that what he says will happen. It will come, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received, and it will be yours. <coughs> this is where word of faith comes in. Elijah said, there shall be no dew or rain, except by my word. And it was so. Then he said, rain is coming. And it was so. We saw in the week when he said, when they sent soldiers to go and arrest him. He said, the soldier said, man of God, come down from the mountain. The queen wants you now. You are under arrest. He said, if I'm a man of God, let fire consume you. And fire came and consumed them. What brings a man to that level? What of faith? Faith is defined. Total trust and confidence in God. When I looked at all definitions of faith, what I resolve, you know, about them is that is total trust and confidence in God. That is simple way I can define faith to you. Those who have total trust and confidence in God put their life on the stake because of the word of God. They put their reputation down because of the word of God. And Jesus said it. If you say to the mountain... So what do you say to the mountain? Go through yourself. Where? Into the sea. That is prophetic declaration. Because in the physical, mountain cannot move to the sea. But in the spiritual, it can happen and then physical will take place. It will disappear. And Jesus used mountain because it is the most hypothetical thing that you can, you know, give to mankind. I would be now. So word of faith. And then in the word of faith, it's a prayer. Whatever you ask in prayer... So if you want to operate in prophetic, you are somebody who has total faith in the Lord. You are somebody who has developed your faith level to no doubting, never doubting faith. You know, that was the cradle of this church. Never doubting faith. If you have faith in me, I never doubt. You can just do all things. And there are two people, the Bible says, can do all things. All things are possible with them. The angel said about God. With God, all things are possible. And Jesus testified about man. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible for those who believe. So, faith of a man will put you in the position of the creator. Because he said about God, through angels, with God, all things are possible. Then the Son of God said, not only God, those who believe, with those who believe all things are possible. But that belief must not have doubt. That's where you and I want to make sure we get to. Anytime you see pronunciation, and those pronunciations happen because the one who spoke them did not doubt them. Did not doubt them. The way you operate from prophetic utterance, you know when utterance is coming, you are saying things. You are saying things as you are hearing it. And you don't have opportunity to change those words. 
As the word is coming out from you, that's why you're hearing it. Now, that kind of faith is what you must operate in when you are saying things that you are conscious of. I have said it and it's so it's as well happened. Once I say it, God will do it. Because of my standing with God. And this is where God is bringing us today. I said this is where God is bringing us today. Our nation needs men and women who will speak and heaven will answer. Your family members need men and women who will speak and heaven will answer. You know, the city needs men and women who will speak and heaven will answer. Satan had done enough havoc in the United Kingdom. We are here as the repairers from heaven to repair this nation. We have a mandate from God to repair our nation. It's not by protest, but by manifestation of the kingdom power. So that the faith of man will not rely on the intelligence of man, but on the demonstration of the kingdom power. And this is what God has called you to in this week. Stand up on your feet and we're going to pray. You are going to pray, Lord, let your hand come upon me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Let the hand of the Lord come upon me. Let the hand of the Lord come upon me. Let the hand of the Lord come upon me. Tell the Lord. The hand of God should come upon me. Oh Lord, my King, tell the Lord, let your hand come upon me. The Bible says the hand of the Lord was upon Ezekiel. And he carried Ezekiel by the Spirit of the Lord to the valley of dry bones. The hand of the Lord was upon Jephthah. He led the army of Israel to conquer the enemies. The hand of the Lord was upon Samson. He tore the land with his bare hands. As the Lord, let your hand come upon me. Let your hand come upon me, O God. I'm entering to the month of September. Let your hand come upon me. Tell the Lord, take me by the Spirit of the Lord into the realm of the Spirit. I want to see, I want to hear, I want to see, I want to hear. I want to know the hidden mystery of God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be your holy name, O King of Heaven. O Lord. O Lord. I want your heart to pray to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit of God, move in your soul. The Holy Spirit of God, move in your spirit. The mind of Christ, rise up within you. The Holy Spirit of God, move in your city. The Holy Spirit of God, move in your churches. The Holy Spirit of God, move in your nation. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven, who lives forever and ever. We give God the praise and honor and glory.